It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, your Concierge for Better Living here on CannabisRadio.com. I'm very excited again today to have a wonderful guest. I want to welcome Mr. Ethan Ruby, CEO and founder of Theraplant. Welcome to the show, Ethan. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Doc. Thank you very much for having me on. It really is my pleasure. I think that a lot of times I've been doing a lot of you know conferences and trade shows and a lot of this cannabis business. You know, Theraplant, as far as I understand, was the the first you know medical marijuana company or dispensary or license in Connecticut. Tell me, what's a little bit of background on Theraplant? So Connecticut had a new set of rules, one of the first that really put a patient focus in front and had a mandatory laboratory test from an independent third party stand between whatever was produced at the manufacturer and ultimately what the patient is ingests in various delivery systems. That very strict regulatory framework was something that I was very, very interested in. And my partners and I had put in a submission for to produce and process medical marijuana in Connecticut. Our company, Theraplant, was selected um, with the highest score of all the 16 applicants. They selected four producers and six dispensaries for the state of Connecticut. Is not a vertical integration market, so all of those companies are separate entities. And the ten companies that are representing the medical marijuana in Connecticut have been up and running for just about a year now. Awesome, but you didn't start in Connecticut, right? I mean, you've this wasn't your first foray into the industry. I believe you lived in Colorado and and uh, you know saw that. But I, I want to get to that. But before that, I just want to back up because you know. As I was going through with conferences, there's a lot of business conferences and there's a lot of money to be made, this green rush. But I think one of the reasons why I want to talk with you today and one of the things that drew me into your company was your story and that this is not just about making some money in big business. This has a personal connection to you. I mean, I could tell your story, but I'm sure it's better if you kind of, you said it probably more than once or twice to summarize it in the best possible way, if that's possible. Yeah, thank you, doctor. I'm happy to share my story. Unfortunately, my story began in this regard about 14 years ago when I was a pedestrian in a crosswalk, walking across the New York City street with the walk sign. A driver ran a red light, hit another car in the intersection, and those two cars that were now pinned together spun and hit me while I was walking in the crosswalk. You know, I went, we had a very devastating injury uh, in and out of rehab settings for I was actually in an ICU for six months and then in the inpatient uh, rehab setting for six months after that, uh, I had my spine broken uh, at the T6 level. So I've been confined to a wheelchair ever since I was 25 years old at the time. And since then, I have lived my life in excruciating pain uh, with several other side effects that have plagued my daily life. But I have survived this injury, and I have made my life 
a meaningful and significant life by putting all of my professional skill sets um, and intelligence behind showing that this medicine can be helpful. A friend of mine suggested medical marijuana into my recovery, a few years into my recovery, and it had a it had a profound effect. It did help, and it was able to replace some of the other harsh medications that were currently being prescribed to me. That experience led me to want to get more involved in the industry, and at the time, Colorado was one of the bedrocks of this emerging industry. It was a little bit like the Wild West, certainly, and that's been referred to many times, um, but the industry itself was really emerging there. So I relocated my entire family, was in Colorado, was working with a friend of mine that I was doing real estate. Uh, he was operating a medical marijuana company at the time. I was never an employee or work company because Colorado actually has a very strict two-year residency requirement before you're allowed to own a operation there. So we obviously kept within all of the legal guidelines. Um, but I became close to the industry, learning about it as much as I can, as much as I could, and took that skill and education and brought it to Connecticut. My partners there in Colorado um, that were running that business believed in our mission and relocated to Connecticut to help establish their plant when we were selected to win the license. So yes, this journey has been a long one. This journey has been a personal one. And as far as the business of this goes, there this is a emerging industry. There's going to be money to be made in this in, in industry, but I am certainly in this for the long haul. We, we have invested millions and millions of dollars and the return on capital is not going to be seen for several years. But we're investing in this medicine. We're investing in the science behind it. We're hoping to be here for decades to come and being a true steward of this industry as it's emerging. Yeah, and that's true. Again, I appreciate you sharing the story. For those that don't know about their plan or your history, your background. And, you know, I, I love, I applaud you for getting, you know, back up and, and making something out of this, you know, unfortunate circumstance and, and turning around and still making a quality life, working for the best ways. And I'm sure you went through the gamut of pharmaceuticals and pain meds and things like that to try to alleviate. It's amazing finding a plant that works so well. And then of course, turning around and trying to help so many others. I really do applaud you that I have a really good friend that I grew up with that had a an accident in college and, you know, also became paralyzed. And he also has turned around and does marathons or you know, the special Olympics marathon. He does all this great stuff. He helps does you know, motivational speaking and all these positive ways. And, you know, people take a lot of things for granted. And, and with my concept of concierge to better living, everyone wants to compare themselves to other people. And I'm, I'm always like, well, forget about yesterday. Where are you today? And can you continue to try to have a better tomorrow? And, and at the end of the day, that's pretty much all we can do is say focus on the now and, and, and aim for a better tomorrow. And I, and I really do, you know, respect and, and appreciate you, you know, what you've done. And again, I think the key is you're just getting started. I think that's where, you know, the big the big key is I think you don't have a quick, you know, flash in the pan idea here in, the, in this cannabis industry. It's you're going in for the long haul. And I really like that, too. It's awesome. Well, thank you very much. I think, you know, the last step in recovery is what now? You know, what are you going to do with your life now? Yes, it's diminished. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, you're in pain. But how are you going to live your life from here on out? 
And I was a psychology major at the University of Pennsylvania and was fortunate enough to study under Martin Seligman, who is the father and, and almost pioneer of modern-day positive psychology. And what you learn from, from those clinical studies and what we've learned from that field of discipline is if you want to have a productive life, if you want to have a meaningful life, the best way to achieve that is to use what you're good at to help other people. So my physical condition, my personal existence is a very, very difficult one. But I have literally been able to survive this injury by making my life more than about just my life, by dedicating myself to helping people and use and And this is the plant. This is the medicine that I have now jumped into full on to be that responsible steward, to show that done correctly, this is something that is going to be good for any state, whether you need the medicine or not. This is jobs. This is taxable revenue. This is another tool in doctor's arsenals that is non-lethal and non-addictive. Um, and, you know, it's illegal in this country because there are no studies. There are no studies because it's illegal. That is a ridiculous cycle that is about to end, and we are in the middle of it, that tipping point right now. And it's very, very exciting for me to be part of what and if we look back in over history, this will be a blip on the radar and maybe a couple lines in Wikipedia. But this transition, we are living in the middle of that transition right now, and it's a very exciting time. You are exactly on point. That's why I'm excited about this. And with that, let me transition to our first break, and we'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for Better Living, my guest Ethan Ruby from Theraplant. We'll be right back after this brief message. The concierge for Better Living. We'll continue in a moment. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. 
Doc Rob, your concierge of better living. Ethan Ruby, CEO, founder of Theraprint, is my guest today here on CannabisRadio.com. We're just hearing Ethan's story before the break. It's amazing, uh, turning something very unfortunate into something that's going to help so many people. And, you know, speaking that you've been in Connecticut, you've been working in this uh, field, pioneering it in the state. What are some of the, I know you get testimonials, I'm sure, all the time. You get people saying thank you so much. But what are some of the health conditions or, or, or things you've seen, people, maybe some of the, not names, obviously, but some of the stories that really have touched you or you've seen significant, you know, justification to this plant becoming mainstream medicine again? Yeah, I've uh, started to, well, right, right from the beginning, I started spending time in the dispensaries themselves where they were serving the patients. And, you know, I would spend a couple hours in a dispensary talking with the owners and meeting patients coming in. And I would always have one or two or several patients come to me and literally fighting back the tears or in tears, thanking me for being able to provide a medicine that has given them relief. Um, people telling me, you know, I wish that this was around my mother or my grandmother or my grandfather was going through their treatment because I know it would have helped them. You know, you hear these stories and it's, I take them back to the workers at the facility so that they understand and hear about the people that they're helping. All of my employees that are working on a day-to-day basis at the facility hear these testimonials and hear about the medicine that they're making that's truly helping people's lives. You know, in, in Connecticut, you know, the, the approved conditions are cancer, glaucoma, um, Parkinson's disease, MS, epilepsy, Crohn's disease, PTSD, and a few others. I have seen this help. The testimonials come back for all of these conditions. I would say the PTSD and dealing with the veterans has been one of the more wonderful conditions that I've seen this have a positive effect. My understanding of the endocannabinoid system, which I'm still just getting an education on, is there are receptors all over our body specifically designed for the medicine that this plant can produce. That means that this plant has been part of human evolution since humans have been evolving. And the mechanism inside of the brain that is that triggers with PTSD issues seems to have a direct positive effect when cannabinoids and different profiles are introduced into a person's body. That positive effect is something that I think really should be studied and investigated more and more. We have soldiers that are defending this country and giving their lives to protect our way of life. Treating them and taking care of them when they come home should be an absolute priority for every state and our federal government. I am totally with you on that. And it's shocking to me that Recently, in the last week or so, Colorado, I'm sure you saw, denied adding PTSD to their list of medical conditions. And it was, it was, it was somewhat shocking based on even the medical, I mean, the military presence in Colorado, um, in general with the Air Force and so forth. I mean, I'm sure you were shocked. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm working on a book and it's not all about cannabis, but it's about culture and perspectives. And, and I, I said back in the 60s and 70s, you know, I think the whole country was, suffering from a form of PTSD um, based on exposure to the war via television and media that they never experienced before. And yet this, and our bodies were kind of saying, help us, help us cope with this stress. And we had this insurgence and this uh, uh, um, attraction without even knowing this un- subconscious, you know, universal attraction to this plant 
to help us. It wasn't abuse. It was, hey, this is medicine that's growing in our backyard. Here you go. Come, you know, help the people. And um, I'm glad you guys are in Connecticut, or at least able to help in that state um, with our veterans. And I do support all their efforts, whether I believe with the uh, you know or support the wars. I always support the veterans and the f- people fighting for our country for sure. Um, you know, you said something about has been part of. I'm sorry, I was going to say okay. cannabis has been part of the physician reference manual for a very, very long time. It was taken out in the 1930s for political reasons, not for medicinal reasons. Yeah, I mean that's how. I mean, I looked at it from 5,000 years old. There's you know text. There's there's Chinese texts and Greek and you know from India. There's all this thousands of years, and then of course. The, the AMA, American Medical Association, had it in the pharmacopoeia, I think, into the mid-1940s before it was actually taken off. And, you know, they, they look at all this as if it was so foreign and new. Uh, we didn't just discover it. This has been, it's, I guess, a rediscovery. But, you know, the science, like you said before, you know, very interesting. It's, it's the research. They complain, oh, there's not enough research, not enough science here. And yet, when we want to go do that research and, create, and, and, and identify the science, they said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> so here we are handcuffed and, and, and limited. But I think, you know, we, like you said, the tipping point has been reached. The, the genie's out of the bottle and, you know, cannabis is, is, is here to stay. The question being is, I think now it's who's going to have control. You know, is it the people or, you know, or is it big corporations again? And that's some of the concerns that I'm sure you've seen, you know, expressed. What are the, what are the laws as far, in Connecticut? about growing your own? Is that something that people have the access to do at all or no? No, they're not allowed. The home care method um, is not allowed under current law. So again, we're, we're trying to legitimize a business, and at the end of the day, you do need strict laboratory testing. Um, that is going to give patients the comfort that they know what is in their medicine. Not only do they know that it's not grown with any pesticides or other harmful additives, they know exactly what the chemical profile is of the cannabinoids in that medication, whether it's the raw flower or the extraction, which within the industry, we're all moving towards extraction. That is how you get a standardization of dosing. And now we're starting to see and being able to prescribe people, if you have a migraine headache or you have Crohn's disease, that's a different strain. That's a different cannabinoid profile than if you're trying to treat your cancer or your insomnia or your chronic pain. Of course. Yeah. And that's what people say. That I, I get the call like at least once or twice a day. We have this condition. Will this work for it? And I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't work as, you know, so literally right now. There's still a lot of variables at play, but we are looking at, you know, more use gives more testimonial, more edification, and then we can kind of bring this down. I, you know, when, when I first went to Colorado several years ago and I visited a medical, you know, pain center with cannabis and one of the concerns I had was not only the, the plant that was, how it was grown and pesticides and chemicals and so forth, which was definitely a concern, but even in the finished products, the edibles, for example, you know, here we're trying to give someone medicine and yet it's in a, a food form that has artificial chemicals, sweeteners, food dyes, and other things that are negative to our health. And at first I was shocked, you know, that this is, you know, how it is, but this is very big issue I find in the industry is that medicine has a a very definition still, you know, what is that? And I think we need more regulation and quality control. You know, has edibles been a, a big 
industry or big you know, demand in Connecticut for you? Uh, no, we think the, the, the edible market that we've seen is somewhere between 15 and potentially upwards of 25%, um, depending on the different locations. But it is not something that has been taking off. The extract certainly is something that people are, are becoming more aware of. You know, for right. this, when you have a new industry, a new program coming into a state, traditionally the first few people through the door are people who have already been self-medicating. They already right. believe in the curative nature of this, and they've been getting it from you know, their own sources. They're now looking to get it safely, legally from a dispensary. Um, those people are usually familiar with the raw flour. You know, ex- extract is a relatively new delivery method for people. So there's certainly that education that is starting to take shape in the states that are coming online and across the country itself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see the people getting familiar with some of these oils and extracts and, and starting to learn a little bit more about the different cannabinoids and the profiles and even terpenes and how they play into it. You know, I, I've always been a believer in the vaporization. I'm a big vape guy. Long before we were vaping it with tobacco or e-cigarettes or even cannabis, it was I was looking at it vaping all these different plants and, and, and herbs because, again, to me, cannabis is just one of many great plants that nature has provided us as medicine to heal and to repair and to manage with life's day-to-day. People say uh, there's a class of herbs called the adaptogens, and I, anyone listening, if you aren't familiar, I always recommend checking them out. This is maca, astragalus, rhodiola, holy basil, ashwagandha, ginseng. These are called adaptogens, and I, and I believe that cannabis, while there may be one or two select compounds that have a psychoactive approach or a psychoactive effect, it's, this is still just another adaptogenic herb that offers great benefits to us and healthcare uh, system moving forward into more plant-based therapeutics, hopefully. All right, we're going to take a quick break, our last break, and we'll come back, talk about where TheraPlan's going in the future without giving many too, tra- too many trade secrets away, I'm sure. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, CannabisRadio.com, your concierge to better living. My guest today, Ethan Ruby, CEO of TheraPlan. We'll be right back. The concierge for better living. We'll continue in a moment. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Carter Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. 
Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer, Dr. Dina, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. Doc Robb, Ethan Ruby, CEO and founder of Theraplan, making things happen for the cannabis industry in uh, Connecticut, medical marijuana. So give me some of those highlights. I, I love these people that are breaking down the barriers, but not just doing it in a a rebellious way, but in a very tactical, very scientific, very, you know, on point, which I like because so much of this industry is wild, wild west. And again, all about the green. And I don't mean the, the, the plan, I mean the money. Give me some of those highlights and those hallmark moments that you can like look back and, you know, it's just a blip and there's a lot more TheraPlan coming. What are some of those things that TheraPlan really, what makes you proud? That's the main thing. It's your baby. <laughs> Um, well, you're exactly right. To do this correctly, you have to have a very good relationship with the, with the various regulatory bodies. We have a great relationship with the Department of Consumer Protection here in Connecticut. We interact with them pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Commissioner Harris is the one in charge of the program right now. He really understands a startup business, a startup industry, um, but 100% focused on patient advocacy and patient efficiency. We want, you know, Veep cares about the patients getting the best medicine at the most affordable price as possible. And understanding that directive, it's very easy and wonderful for me to work with their department and him because I too care about the patients first. And having that relationship, you know, breaking down the barrier, you must do it with your regulatory body. You must do it with the state that you're going into uh, or seeking to operate in, you absolutely cannot have an adversarial relationship where the industry will not be able to move forward. Uh, but some of the highlights that you were asking about TheraPlan, uh, we did have the highest scoring application of all the ones that were submitted. We were the first to market. We had medicine available to patients just over six months after we were granted a license. We served the entire population of Connecticut by ourselves for those first three or four months until the other companies came online. We were the first to offer the product in a pill form, in a standard standard dose pill form. We didn't go after making chocolate chip cookies or brownies. We went after making standard pill forms um, in various dosage. And we're also very proud that we were the first and one that continues to provide compassionate care. Every month I deliver thousands of dollars of free medicine to each of the six dispensaries for people who can't afford the medication. I believe that, you know, supporting that side of the industry is important. Not everybody can afford 
uh, medication, but that does not mean that they should not have access to it. So TheraPlan has been committed to providing that compassionate care, and we will continue to do so. I love that part. I mean, the whole compassionate terminology, I'm sure I mentioned to you in the past, and definitely on my show, uh, I work with the 501c3 nonprofit, My Compassion, just returning from the Chicago Cannabis Conference, a Navy Pier put on by My Compassion, and it's about the patients. There's so many conferences about, you know, about the money and the business and the lighting and the buying this and that, but when it comes down to it, this should be about the people, about the patients, and we should get to the point where we can give this medicine to anyone that needs it. And the reality is there's so many that do, and I'm really, you know, again, I'm super excited that you guys do such a uh, support and social service, and it really is because we, you know, I go out there and help train doctors and help educate people, and, you know, collectively, this is just the beginning, but if we are selfish and, and short-sighted, I think that this is where we'll crumble to, you know, the big powers that don't really care about the people. They just want to care about the almighty dollar. So I really applaud you again on that as well. And, you know, the pill form, I Thank know you, you had mentioned to me before, you know, have a, a pure oil for vaping with no peg and no carriers. Like that to me is always another concern, just like the artificial sweeteners. Why bring a medicine in your body? with a secondary ingredient that's harmful to your body. It doesn't make sense to me. That's exactly right. And we took, we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and actually delayed a market launch, which hurt us as far as getting market share because we wouldn't produce something. We would not put out something that had propylene glycol or PEG in it. So until we figured out a way to make a pure cannabis oil, TheraPlant was not releasing any vaporization oil. We had pure extract that we released for people to do vaporization with, but the oil form, until we got it perfect with a CO2 extract, and again, this is the difference between people doing stuff at home or doing stuff in a regulated environment, we're using a pure CO2 gas. We're not using a butane. We're using something, you know, as healthy as possible, we're making medicine for people. That's great. Yeah, this is, you know, again, just the beginning. I wanted everyone to get a little bit more insight and information on TheraPlan. I, I know that whether, you know, what you're doing is, is setting a standard specifically in Connecticut, but I'm sure it's going to be looked upon by many others and many other states as they expand, as you expand, I'm sure. Uh, and I know it's coming from the, from the heart, coming from personal experience and, and out there to help so many other people, which is great. Uh, I really, again, there's not, there's a lot of companies I meet that I'm like, Oh my God, how are you selling this product and, and going to sleep at night? And I'm sure, you know, you know, there's a lot of those out there, but again, there's several good guys and good companies and, and Ethan, I just want to say you're one of them. And I want to thank you for today for being a guest on the show. And, you know, we'll definitely have more conversations, you know, keep me posted and we'll definitely uh, stay in touch. Thank you so much for all you do. Great. Thank you, doctor. And thank you for putting together something like this that actually gets the information out there. The more factual information you get out there, the more this industry will rise to where it needs to be. So thank you for your contribution as well. Oh, definitely. I appreciate that. My pleasure. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living on CanvasRadio.com, wishing you all the best in health and happiness. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.